Hey guys, we have an incredible podcast coming your way. We're going to teach you exactly how to look great, feel strong at your ideal body weight. How? By teaching you about the latest innovations and the discoveries about hormones, the herbs, the natural approaches that will help you to optimize your stem cells, your mitochondria. Please stay tuned. This is a show you must listen to. Some people say it hits 6,000 calories for a day too though, so you never know. Okay, so he's got 322 grams carb, 166 grams protein, 74 grams of fat, which is way above what, what I like to shoot for, 80 grams of fiber. That's good. He's got, he's got his fiber in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think in terms of many people are starved it, it bothers me when i see people drinking a soda pop or or, or having a, a healthy salad and poured olive oil all over it or they're eating bacon and eggs in the morning say i need my protein well i'm looking at your waistline uh i think you're not only getting too much protein you're getting too much fat you're not getting any fiber you're not getting the phytochemicals and enzymes you're not detoxifying so i look at people and i say look if your challenge is you feel weak on a plant-based whole foods diet, A, you're not eating often enough, you haven't prepared in the morning for your meals to eat through the day, because if you're in an office like many of us, or driving to an appointment, or en route to the gym, I always want to know that I have the caloric density, and it's not like an obsessive ADD thing where, oh God, he's, you know, he's always worried about his foods. No, it's just such a satisfying feeling to feel sharp and clear with oil-free so I don't have my blood cells clumped together, my brain and brain fog that everyone complains about, and then having to hit coffee to wake up to come through it. Well, yeah, not only that, you know, it's like you fail to pl you you uh you fail to plan you plan to fail you know and with it when it comes to plant-based especially um you know it's it's i'd say it's the direction that society caters to the least right like you know you, you can definitely go to a grocery store and grab yourself a bag of a bag of a salad mix and you can you know we learn techniques to to make it work with the cans of beans and that sort of thing but um the the real problem is is that when you don't plan ahead and you don't have this food around um, you know, you do go into a calorie deficit, you start getting into that hunger mode, and then your brain starts sending you signals to go eat the most calorie dense, decadent, crazy, yes. sweet, or savory thing you could possibly eat, correct? You hit it right on the nose. That's the biggest risk. Sometimes I walk into an office, you know, at another company, and, you know, they're serving up food, and there's donuts, there's, there's soda pop, and they call that food, there's chips, you know, and it's like cheese puffs. I mean, just toxic chemical loaded foods you know just just and i don't want to be susceptible to that i don't and i don't want to be rude but i'll say you know what i've already eaten if your belly's full of sweet potatoes and salad and beans and things along those lines you don't even think about it right? correct correct but if you're if you're hungry you're on that you're in that kind of faint mode you might you might think twice yeah so i think there's some people out there that have written some books plant-based muscle robert uh cheek i believe is and vanessa espinoza I, my only issue with this book He's got some great testimonials and individuals that have chimed in, but I think he's become enamored with telling people they need like almost what it looks like 100 grams of protein per, I couldn't tell, but it looked like per meal almost. Uh, let, let's, let's look at the, the caloric breakdown. In other words, he's adding extra tofu, he's adding extra, you know, uh, 
you know, extra beans. And, and again, I'm not opposed to beans. And, and by the way, I'm going to comment those about are per, those are per meal totals, huh? Were they? I don't here here. Where, where was his totals here? I was looking at. Oh, you saw him. Okay, here. So I, again, I, I don't want to be overcritical, but I'm going to call plant people out, plant-based people out. And you know who also over, I think, consumes protein uh, totals. So. Oh no, twenty six hundred calories. That might be some people say it hits for the day calories for a day too, though. So you never know. Okay, so he's got three hundred twenty two grams carb, one hundred sixty six grams protein, seventy four grams of fat, which is way above what what I like to shoot for. Eighty grams of fiber. That's good. He's got he's got his fiber in there. Oh, okay. So are these totals for 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 maybe the the. the what it, oh, that, that, I think that is it's for the, the day. day. Yeah, it's the day. day. So he's averaging twenty three hundred. Okay. So I just think he's he's going out of his way to add extra protein rich foods, um, just to make up for his insecurity. That is he going to be in positive nitrogen balance as an athlete, and is that what's necessary? You, you know, without stacking it with extra. It says a cup of dried peas. Here we go. So he's got. Uh, uh, in the morning, uh, a black or lunchtime, a black bean burger. Okay, he's got um, almond milk in a pro oh protein shake. And by the way, I have to comment because people will call me out and say, "Well, Nick, you you have slim blend protein. What's that about?" And, and, we, and how many times have we talked about that? We wish we would have named named it differently because of uh, it not really being that right. It's a whole food product, and I didn't go out of my way to ramp up the protein part of it believe it or not per serving it's about 10 grams of protein everyone's shooting for 20 30 grams and more 50 50 in some of them right you know? yeah and we're not using dairy whey it's a it's a whole plant-based 20 different organic whole food non-gmo it is stellar because here's what i looked at i said okay so what if you did have it for breakfast lunch and dinner you had one extra meal someone's kind of wanting to fast and drop weight quickly. Okay, maybe throw in some beet vitality too because that's more of the nitric oxide, the plant-based amino acid, but let's just stay with slim blend protein. Let's just say they get about 10 or 15 grams of protein, three meals, that's 30, 45 grams of protein. Guess what? Every study I reviewed showed that you're in positive nitrogen balance at about 30 to 40 grams of protein a day, so long as you had enough complex carbohydrates like Lee Haney talks about to have that protein sparing effect. Don't burn up the protein grams for energy. Save those for rebuilding tissue, enzymes, all the bodily needs. And that's where you will perform better. And I put it out there. I think you'd be shocked. If you learn how to keep your protein intake a little bit lower and up your water-rich fibrous greens, vegetables, squash, tomatoes, and then go into fruit, the next caloric density, and then into the potatoes, the tubers, and then into, if you will, beans and, and nuts and seeds. If you go into that sequence, you're not only going to get enough protein, you're going to bring your protein intake down, but it'll be so highly absorbed. And here's that other myth, and I don't know if you, this is one of the questions you might have for me, but there's this, this unfortunate myth that, uh, that Plant-based foods are incomplete proteins. You have to combine beans and rice to get a complete protein. That was dispelled. There was a book, uh, Diet for a Small Planet by Francis Moore LePay. 
And she put out a book saying, you can get enough protein, just combine your foods. But you know why they were combining beans and rice to get the amino acid pattern that matched what animal to shore absorption? To match uh, rats? Yes, PER, protein efficiency ratio. In her 10th year revised edition, you know what she said? She goes, I was wrong. I purported another myth in trying to combat the myth that plant proteins weren't good enough. I made it made people believe they had to eat combined foods meticulously to get enough protein you in can, each meal. Right? There's no problem with You can, <laughs> you can for variety, but she said the grams of protein in rice only, in beans only, will absorb with all eight essential amino acids in the human, not the rat. Let's hmm. be very clear. That's where the meat and dairy industry stood to gain by putting that myth out because if you believed that you had to combine plant foods, there's something inefficient, something uh, deficient about plant proteins, which is far from the truth. The, you, there's been studies with essentially rice only and fruit. Well, and don't plant, plant proteins also damage your, your endothelium layer, correct, right? Your ability to create nitric oxide Animal proteins, you mean? Yes, I said animal proteins. Yeah, yeah. Or did I say plant? Yeah. I, sorry, I meant animal. An, yeah, yeah, animal I wanted to sorry, catch my on apologies. That one. Yeah. An, animal proteins, they damage your endothelium layer, don't they? They damage your body's ability to create nitric oxide and to vasodilate. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yes. And then that doesn't, because damaging your endothelium layer makes so you don't produce as much nitric oxide, doesn't that in turn make it so you absorb less protein? Yes. You're absolutely right. And and think about it. The Tennessee Titans, I believe they have almost 14 players on their team that have gone plant-based. All started with one guy, and I think they watched the documentary. I don't know if it was Forks Over Knives or what's what's the uh, recent game, one? Game Changer. Game Changer. Yet, but yeah. yeah. But the point is that, you know, the only objection I have is these are big guys, 300-pounders, right? I mean, and they need a lot of caloric density. So they make up for it by adding extra fat, you know, making sure they get extra protein, plant-based. Peanut butter and jellies. Yeah. That's so, listen, listen. To be a peak performer, you may end up having to take more volume of food because the ratio of whole foods as eaten, most vegetables and fruit are, te are under 10% protein, under 10% fat, and over 80% complex carbohydrates. When you get to the beans, there's a protein, I think it's 20, 30% protein. Uh, the carbs are approaching, I don't know, 60, 70%. I want to make sure the uh, math is right. And the fat content is under 5%. So mm. so beans are, are lean. But when you get to nuts and seeds, it's the opposite ratio. It's, it's more, you got 80, 90% of fat but it's fiber and it's absorbed slowly and the it's got about say 5% uh, to 10% protein uh, maybe 10% complex carbohydrates in there so all these foods have when you do them in the right ratios and really become an artist you got to be like an orchestra organizer like i want that instrument to sing now and, and come forth i want the vocals over here I, I i want the drums over here and you just start mixing this incredible orchestra for your body based off the specific song you want to play right yeah how much energy you got to exert how much time you want it to last in your body i gotta say i love human performance mental and physical and so i will say that it's become just second thought to me. I don't even have to second guess. I pretty much know what it's going to take to get through a show, a day, an athletic endeavor. 
and I'll, I'll adjust what I'm eating. I also don't want to go into an athletic endeavor too heavy no. with too many calories. It's like, oh, wait a minute. But here's a weird thing. When you're upping your bean intake, because sometimes I do the crock pots and the, the pressure cookers mm -hmm. and the, the beans taste so good and they last three or four days yeah, and I have amazing. containers of them. My stomach looks a little bigger. But by morning, may I pardon myself, I excrete all of it. And it's like all of a sudden it's like I step back on the weight scale. I'm like, where did it all go? And you feel thin. You feel sharp. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels great. Yeah. You feel great. So look, if you want to step on stage or a bodybuilder, yeah, you don't want a big heavy meal stepping on stage. If you're athletics, you got to time it. Maybe you have football gear on. It doesn't matter what you look like. Those guys are huge, right? But don't fall into the, the mistake of like a sumo wrestler where you eat only one meal a day. And when you do eat plant foods, they eat a lot of soy, a lot of fat proteins, uh, uh, a lot of fat plant foods, <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> right? And there's protein in there too. Yeah, yeah. But these guys get huge because the body goes, oh, I'm starved, I'm starved. You, and then when you eat that one meal, your hormones release, insulin, leptin, all these things, and your body goes and, and stores it. Mm. So it's a very clear, delicate balance. When you go plant-based, it's this wonderful new world. So if you're finding yourself overly hungry when you first start going plant-based, that's or a good sign. Weak. Yeah, yeah, all of the above. It's a good sign. It means, oh wow, you've reduced your calorie intake. Mm. Yeah, you're you're going from the opposite, the, the the you know the extreme side of things where you're putting on pounds every every month to where you know now you're yeah you're a little too low where you're not able to maintain performance, but. Yeah, like you said, you, you you hit the opposite side of things. Now we just have to adjust a little bit. Yeah, right? a lot. You have to oh. adjust a lot. <laughs> yeah. But but don't be afraid to eat that bigger meal because people in the Weight Watchers, shall I say, era where they have portion control to control their weight, they're eating these little tiny portions. Terrible. Terrified. It's torturous. That if it's they eat painful. anything bigger. But you know what? Our primitive relatives ate large volumes of food. Look at, again, the apes, the bonobos, and so forth. They eat volumes of food. But the beauty of modern society, we can go to the grocery store and just buy up. I go twice twice a week. I stop at the farmer's market. I get big bushels of all kinds of vegetables and fruit and beans and rice, and it's cheap. Yeah. You know, I mean, and when you buy it bi-weekly, you don't have to worry about overbuying. Yeah. You don't have to worry about wasting, right? You just you buy right. what you, you know what you're pretty sure you need, and then after doing it as long as you have, you you have a pretty good idea of what <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. going to consume each time. Again, I don't have the original picture with me, but if if you can see uh, that top picture of me, uh, much like I've seen a, a picture of Kyle ripped and shredded and massive. Now, I'm not a big physical guy. I mean, I'm I'm you know I'm five eight, 170 pounds, dripping wet. Mm -hmm. You know, I might peak up at about 175 and drop as low as 169. That's you know a range mm -hmm. there. But I've manifested my genetic potential, and I can lift with the best of guys. You you see me yeah, lift. Absolutely. I compete. I'm, I'm fearless. I know there's a game plan, and I'm not worried about losing the races early on because in the long run, I come up slow like the tortoise, but when I come in, I come in hard and fast and strong, and, and you just better be watching for me over <laughs> your shoulder because I'm going to come up. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you've been just, just like yeah, you, we, we caught you off guard with, the, with the, us all stacking the pull-ups in for a couple weeks, and then you were behind for a little bit. Now you're what you're one rep from the leader. So Yep, 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 yep. So. And you saw me crank out one of those reps. It was just, just it was, power. It was, it was pure, like, it was pure power of the mind it was like yeah, i was yeah. like oh he oh he does have one he does have one more okay <laughs> yeah very and very when they cool. say marines can uh pass their test if they do at least i believe it's 12 pull-ups or chin-ups and we're above that oh, let's yeah, just yeah, put yeah. it that way we're yeah, above quite. your competitive marine okay yeah, and i'm looking ways. at david grogan and looking how they stagger him and just do some pull-ups every minute dude i'm so i'm impressed but you know what i'm not overwhelmed 
I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you really, uh, you know, allot that time to focus on that one. Cause I know you're, I know it's, I know it's something <laughs> you've been talking. You know what about. I think about when I'm pull, doing my pull-ups? Yeah, what? I'm, I'm thinking of David Grogan. I'm saying, you <laughs> nice. know, torture, you don't know torture and what I can take. And he once said that he said, if you can take a beating and you can take pain and I have hypnosis on my side, I float above the pain. When I broke the world strength endurance record, Chrome press, I floated up, up, watched myself because I was going through pain barriers. You can't imagine. And yet I let it go. It was like, and then I was imagining the weights were as light as a feather. I was going through all these cool brain techniques and it allowed me to perform far beyond any human 10,000 pounds above the world record at still except for my uh, partner Tim Nash I give him credit he's right up there head and head with me now but he's what is he 20 years younger than me maybe well it's, it's a beautiful thing too that's you know that's something that only really comes with I mean you I guess you can get it from mentors who impart it to you but a lot of that stuff only really comes with consistency in your craft right you uh, yeah. you know you, you continue continue at it and all of a sudden you unlock something that you didn't know was there and now you have it for forever that you can kind of recall recall right and I guess yeah you know having that great mentor having that person who's who's been there and done that does allow you to uh, to reach those areas a little faster correct and you know what really excites me about the plant-based uh protein which is i use the word adequate in protein it's not high it's not low it's adequate and when i say adequate it meets everyone's needs children seniors adults athletes but here's what i really like the 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 proteins that you're taking in allows the body to repair efficiently and inflammation drops very low mm, yeah. so you can train harder and more often and you know what the the real secret that i learned from dragon radovich the world's strongest strength endurance athlete according to bill kazmaier bill kazmaier having watched um dragon radovich compete on the arnold schwarzenegger stage that i went against uh dragon every year until finally i exceeded his record by ten thousand pounds he said, you know, no man has ever beaten Dragon, nor do I expect ever, no man will ever. But you know what? I was studying the Bulgarians. And the Bulgarians was this little country. Danny probably knows about the Bulgarians, right? This, this little country. And they would end up head-to-head -head with the Russians, the Germans, and the U.S. in weightlifting. And I'm like, what was that? And we're talking powerlifting, bench press, squats, deadlift. And these guys would train three times a day and they would do the same exercise and they would go to the point about 45 minutes somewhere past 45 minutes they'd hit they would hit start hitting fatigue and start burning muscle and they say we're done we're done but they weren't afraid to train the same muscle groups that were involved in their sport every day sometimes three times a day wow. and sometimes to failure and they knew it took two hours for the muscles to recover from a full-on uh, workout and sometimes it would take 24 hours to recover. So they would be measuring their pulse rate every morning. And those days where the pulse rate just jumped instead of like, you know, 68, 72, all of a sudden it's racing at 120. Very consistent. They there, would right? take that. They would take that day off and to recover because the whole that. body yeah. needed to recover. But the beauty of what I learned from the Bulgarians was I could do the most insane workouts. And, and this picture was a result of me training at world record pace every night after I went to sleep early, I'd wake up and this was at Huntington Beach. I'd go out with my dumbbells and looking up at the moon and lifting at night for one hour at world record pace. In other words, above what Dragon Radovich did to break his world record, 40,000 pounds lifted nonstop. But I also leading up to that because I liked the look I was using Dorian Yates, Mike Menser's method of train to failure. So it's exact 
opposite of having to lift nonstop and not fail. Mm -hmm. So mentally, it's a different thing because when you're training to fail, your your muscles eventually just give out. They they're like spaghetti and they won't mm -hmm. lift. And it takes hours and hours, sometimes days, to recover from that workout. But the plant-based diet that I've been on for 43 years allowed me to recover faster, quicker, and build my little body that I wasn't genetically gifted and compete against the strongest men in the world and defeat them. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I guess the, the, next, the next thing I'd like to talk about in regards to this or that, that I feel people need to know is what, what are you lacking in a plant-based diet? Right, I, I've heard people say B12 and vitamin D. I know, I know that people who aren't plant-based are lacking those things as well. Right. But um, are are those the only two that you would say, or are there other things that a person who's who's eating a plant-based diet would need to supplement with? Uh, Danny, can you grab the computer? Is there any questions so far? Just open it up. Okay, so. If people have questions, please jump in. This is the time to ask. Absolutely. And when we're talking about uh, a plant-based whole foods diet, I'm, I'm going to go further to say that vitamin D3 is not sufficiently available in either an animal or a plant-based no, diet. I've, yeah, most people, the vast majority, it's like 80% of the population is deficient in vitamin right. D. Right. So I always suggest uh, that your daylight, your sun is your first source of vitamin D. However, darker people, I'm Latin and I get fairly tan, we filter out the sun more than whiter people. So like me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have to spend a little more time in the sun and can. And I'll put antioxidant sunscreens. I don't use the commercial sunscreens because I believe they're harmful. I personally believe they're not good for you. The chemicals, but you can use zinc. Zinc okay. in the mix. Zinc, zinc's good because it's good for your body if you absorb zinc. But the chemicals in, in, in most of these sunscreens, it's really, I would not use. It's really scary when you look at how the cancer rates from skin cancer spiked right after the invention of sunscreen, not the other way around. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of scary. And, and think about countries in the world where they're out running almost naked in Africa and different countries, they're exposed to a lot of sun. They're very dark, obviously, and they get enough vitamin D. And, and these individuals are, uh, if you will, uh, they have excellent bone density. They don't have osteoporosis, which is a sign of low vitamin D and K. So I, I, I'm a big advocate of measuring your level. And if it's low, and even though as much as I get out in the sun, I noticed my vitamin D levels were below, but I think we have to be careful of hyperinflating the levels at the top saying, well, you need to get to this to get a good immune system. I believe there's a good narrow range, 40 to 60, I'm putting out a number there, but you, you need to have that range where it's good enough to support the immune system. And remember the sun, when it hits the skin, there's dehydrocholesterol under the skin and it converts dihydrocholesterol into vitamin D. That's how we get it. So it's a bylog of cholesterol. And by the way, some people say, well, you can't get enough cholesterol on, on these plant-based diets. It's been shown according to uh, some other research, I have some slides to refer to, but they were looking at uh, infants have only about 15 milligrams of cholesterol per deciliter. The average American has 200 to 300 cholesterol level. I keep mine about 120 to 150, not much above 160. You want a cholesterol 100 plus your age and not over 160. It's been proven that all your hormones are produced when you have a circulating cholesterol as low as 30. Really? So all this, so all this talk about you know plant-based people needing to supplement their hormones and never seeing a person with correct hormones, you know, like all the stuff you hear Joe Rogan and different people say, you know, about plant-based people having to always supplement hormones. You don't think that that's not true at all? 
Oh, now I'm a big advocate as we age of replacing hormones as we need them, but specifically taking in cholesterol from animal product to convert, which is high. Cholesterol is like at the top of the list of all hormones. Yeah. But you see the pathways to convert cholesterol to... To, to convert cholesterol to um, to the next pregnenolone and eventually yeah. progesterone, DHA cortisol, DHA, testosterone, it doesn't work that way. I mean, I know that because when you look at the metabolic pathways of like a chart of all the hormones, it's impressive. It's like, oh, oh this one goes cool. to here, goes to cool. here, goes yeah. to here, goes to here. And then there's an arrow back. The arrow back means if you know if you accumulate excess of this particular hormone, it starts going back the other direction. So it's a very delicate balance, much like I talked about the balance of foods and the orchestra. Hormones really need to be dialed in and balanced and correctly done. And it isn't dependent on eating animal product. In fact, you're going to have more dysbiosis, more estrogen dominance because animal product is loaded with estrogen just because animals have an estrous cycle and you're eating their estrogen. So it isn't as simple as cram more cholesterol into my body to create more testosterone? Correct. It's not that, it's not that simple? Not only not that simple... <laughs> It's counterproductive. It's dangerous. And you and I were looking last night at the studies, and I was pulling books off the shelves and going, look up International Alphasclerotic Project, right? Yeah. And it was, what, 10? And in this follow-up study, 20,000 autopsies. 22,000 or 23,000, yeah. Of people from nations around the world. And they looked at plant-based nations. They compared it to animal-based nations. They even had, in their final data, because I have the original files, their cholesterol levels. And guess what? It was completely correlated to the amount on of every animal. every continent, right? On every continent, every no matter culture. Every country without exception. Yeah. Including the Eskimos. When you dissect them, there's stuff going on in their arteries, okay? Yeah. But here's the weird thing about Eskimos. And I, I think it was one of the only obscure references and i was going to grab this book earlier and i don't know why i didn't but it's called live longer now by nathan pritikin pritikin didn't know the study but his co-author hoffer did hold on a second let me grab it he made the most eloquent explanation of why eskimos who eat blubber and fat and meat did not have the highest incidence of cardiovascular disease and what he did was he referred to Scientific American 1971. And he showed that the Canadian Eskimos who live in the central continent, it's freezing, it's cold, they're up near the North Pole, right? Yeah. They eat a lot of what he described as tundra, vegetables, and rarely sometimes they found fruit. They eat a very high carbohydrate diet of less than 15% fat and almost no cholesterol. Really? And those Eskimos are clean arteries and guess what the studies did they mixed those eskimos those studies with the eskimos in the coastal region eating blubber and fat and whale and seal and they have high levels of stroke related to interdermal bleeding because they get too much of the vitamin um uh, a and they also get too much of the the fish oils and so forth the omegas of the wrong ratio and they're at risk for a stroke mm. and they don't live very long either those people live a miserable life i was, I, so, was yeah, I, I saw that they they die of other reasons related to their their lifestyle right so if you at. doubt so me the original studies that are hard to find now on pubmed on google searches because i believe the meat and dairy industry doesn't want you to see these studies it's easy to kind of just leave them off the list 
I have them all on my desk and my file cabinets, big black file cabinets where we go into the medical libraries and, and pull out these journals. Because I, I had trouble believing. I go, how come everyone is saying all this information about protein, protein, cholesterol, say fat. And I like, I pulled up the studies, read them myself because I thought maybe Pritikin's lying. Maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about. And not only did I find he wasn't lying, and that's probably uh, why I ended up titling the book Blood Doesn't Lie, he understated the facts. I read the journals and I go, Hoffer found this study. He did. Pritikin never mentioned it, but he was his co-author. Sometimes, you know, you collaborate on a book and someone finds studies that you didn't know about. Mm -hmm. I quote certain studies that most people don't know about. You quote certain studies that I might not have heard of. But the point is, when you take the collective knowledge and you look at the studies, protein by any means and fat in excess is not on the best interest of the design of the human body. We can survive on it. I don't deny it. We can survive on a carnival diet. I don't deny it. We can survive on a keto diet. I don't deny it. But will you thrive? Will your arteries clean? Will you prevent 20 chronic known diseases? The top 10 killers, only, right? Only plant-based whole foods is going to prevent or reverse these killer diseases because that is the design of the human body. Yeah, and isn't there something to, um, I, I remember you mentioning it before, and I don't remember the exact details to it, but um, carbs being a 100% clean burn source of energy versus oh. protein versus fat in regards to what's left over as byproducts that your body has to deal with? I, I, I'm glad you bring that up because um, I believe I have a book on my shelf by P.O. Astran and... Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll just refer to it, and if I glance at the book, um, P.O. Astran was a famous physiologist, and what he did was he divided ergometer bicycle, and he measured the max VO2, he measured the energy output on a very high carbohydrate, low fat, low protein diet, then he measured a high protein, low carb diet low, low fat, fat diet. Okay. and then he measured what would be the the third uh, high fat high, so high, high high protein nothing else high carbs nothing else and high fat nothing else right and he found that the performance and he even did needle biopsy who wants to do a study where they're poking needles and you're doing biopsies but he measured the glycogen storage in the muscles and the high plant-based whole foods diet they had the highest glycogen stores. Now, glycogen burns fairly quick, and the circulating glucose in the blood, and the liver has glycogen. And for those who don't know, that's that—that's the energy stores uh, that allows you to run at a full-out sprint without breathing heavy, right? It's like the the uh, instant battery store of a person that allows them to go all out for a short, for a short period of time. Right. For most people, it's about forty-five seconds to a minute and a half, right? For the right. glycogen stores. Right. So these athletes perform significantly better on the high complex carbohydrate diets. But those days, it was the craze to do what's called carbohydrate loading. And in those days, they didn't care if they took pancakes, white pancakes, poured pancake syrup, put some butter on it. They called that you know, carbohydrate loading. Sure, they noticed better performance, but it would have been nowhere near as good if they went clean, oil-free, sugar-free, whole plant-based the way we talk about. Then you don't have the long-term and short-term side effects. They talk about bonking. Um, 
Well, just that inc- that that extreme need for insulin at that short period of time that causes you know lo- long term effects in regards to insulin resistance, and you just don't have as sharp or as quick of of chemical reactions, right? Especially in the brain. Yeah, I had a brief debate with Perlmutter. Uh, he's a big advocate. He's a, a huge keto guy, yeah, correct? He, he's he's a he says that the brain needs ke- ketones, and he ignores the fact that the brain thrives on glucose. What, what was the and other guy? Sorry, sorry for interrupting you, but what was the other guy's name? Who's the now the new the new keto guru? And he says the opposite, right? He says that you need at least twenty grams or twenty percent carbs, or else your brain doesn't have what it needs to survive. Sorry for cutting you off, but um, the 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 new um, well well there was wheat belly guy, I um, believe the, he's the, Davis the guy who's a I think he's a the guy he's got he just, he looks he doesn't look like a, like the epitome of health in the slightest we were we were watching him just recently about a week or two ago um, keto he's like a keto expert sorry we, we'll switch subjects but um, you, yeah you were talking about him you're like oh okay he's he's got some intri- intricate details to the way he tries to go around some of the science oh but, uh, yeah yeah d d d d d dom uh diamato it's it's i believe a italian name i might be mispronouncing he's the new new guru and he says you need carbs no matter how keto you get you need at least 20 percent of your diet to be carbs so it's like they're starting to lean back that way regardless of how extreme they wanted to be correct thank you so much for listening to our show it really is a pleasure to invite you on this journey to good health And I'd like to ask you a special request, and that is to share and comment, give us your review, and also please check out fromthedoctors.com. This is our new incredible website with all the coming events. It has uh, the access to our eBooks. It has access to uh, testing that you can undergo and evaluate your progress. It even has the latest online courses and education videos and really some incredible blog articles. This is an incredible website and we're here to guide you with our education coaching and supplementation that's appropriate based on your individual needs. Take a special quiz. Check it all out at fromthedoctors.com. That's spelled from F-R-O-M the T-H-E doctors d-o-c-t-o-r-s dot com from the doctors.com please visit and drop us a note so we know that you're participating as our growing family continues to gain great information about how to look great feel incredible at your ideal body weight with incredible healthy looking skin we have an array of programs and opportunities so please stay tuned as we continue on our journey to great health goodbye